This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your two more reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomoreps.com.au. Welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 76 and I'm coming live from my new training facility. Uh, We only just recently moved. It is now fully operational. Still a few things to go but I thought I'd give it a a whirl down here and see how the the sound goes on the podcast today. So episode number 76 and I wanted today to talk about gym motivation and getting started. Um, Gym motivation is a very big roadblock that I come across and I have touched on it from time to time in various podcasts but it's very much a confidence thing, it's very much a knowledge thing, it's very much an education thing. A lot of people who have the desire to go to the gym, to train, to better their own health and fitness don't know where to start and when they join a gym, when they uh, sign up, the next step is actually the most daunting because they don't have the knowledge how to use the equipment so they fall to somewhat of a default and end up working in the cardio section you know they might stand on the treadmill and and do a bit of walking for 20 minutes and try a bike maybe a stairmaster maybe a rowing machine because they don't know how to use the weight training equipment or they fall into the group fitness scenario and look I've, I've got I'm not being prejudiced against group fitness at all it certainly has its place I'm obviously a weight training coach so that's my bread and butter but um, it does um, cater more for those that are a little bit more unaware of how to train because there's an instructor they tell you what to do it's all laid out for you all you need to do is turn up and and do your best um, but when it comes to the gym floor that's where the in- intimidation factor comes in that's where um, it's a bit daunting, especially for new people that haven't necessarily trained a hell of a lot in a gym environment. You know, there's all this loud banging, there's noise, there's um, all these weird looking contraptions, um, you know, and, and people are fearful of being judged. Unfortunately, we live in such a fickle world where judgment is everywhere. As much as we try and push it away and and ignore it and, and have all these campaigns against it and all that sort of stuff, it is part of uh, human nature. And it's no different in the gym, unfortunately. But in saying that, anyone who joins up to a gym is completely entitled to be there because they are a pain member like everybody else. So they have every right to do whatever they want to do. And you know what, Like in all honesty, I've worked in um, a couple of big gyms, I've trained in a number of big facilities um, over my time. And I'm very much a people observer, I'm very, it's part of the job really. I watch, I observe, I I read traits, personalities, um, behaviours, body language. Um, So I do see a lot of what goes on in a gym um, between sets when I'm training and it's funny, there's not that much judgement believe it or not. A lot of people are so in their own bubble when they go to the gym, you know, they're too worried about their own training or they're with a friend or they're on their phone or they're looking at themselves in the mirror. They couldn't give two hoots about the person next to them. They really can't. Um, It's And so... I guess the point of this podcast is to give you some tips on how to overcome that that intimidation and that develop that confidence. Um, the first one, the first one, the most 
probably the most obvious one is to join the gym first. Okay, that's a, the, a big step in itself. Walking into a gym, signing on the dotted line, I want to sign up for 12 months or whatever, you know, depending on the deals I have at the time. Now, any good gym who has a good structure in terms of their membership and obviously good sales techniques will offer you either a free orientation of the gym where they walk you around, explain where everything is and show you about. That way, straight away, you've got orientation yourself. You know the layout, you know where things are. But the better ones will offer you a free consult with a PT. Now, this may seem a little bit daunting and anyone who is worth their um, grain of salt will understand that you know a free consult with a PT is generally the, the opportunity for the PT to try and build a rapport and, and get some sales in terms of PT sessions. But you should take full advantage of it because the PT is there. He knows the gym or she knows the gym. Um, they know the layout and take that opportunity to walk around, get them to show you certain machines. How do they work? Or what does that do? What does this thing do? How do I do a barbell squat? You know, how do I perform a deadlift? Can you show me please? Um, it is a perfect opportunity to just get that little bit more confidence before you dive in. Um, and that way you're not completely green. You're not completely fresh to the idea of how gym training should be. So that's the first one, you know, so sign up and then try and get some form of orientation or consultation through the gym. Familiarise yourself with the layout. The next one um, I highly recommend is go with a training buddy. If you know somebody is already training or if there's a friend of yours or a colleague or a family member that also has an inkling to go to the gym more and hasn't, take them along. Make a pact, have an agreement between you. Right, we're going to help each other out here. We're going to turn up when the other one doesn't want to. Um, I'm going to pick you up. You're going to pick me up. We're going to meet at the same time. And you don't necessarily have to train together, but you can still, um, you know, carpool, turn up to the gym at the same time. That way you're committed, and then you can, um, and then you can go about your business. So you don't have to necessarily train on the same machine, you know, going set for set. You can be doing a leg day while the other person is doing upper body or whatever, but at least you're in the building at the same time. There's accountability to each other. Um, you learn from each other. There might be a little bit of competitiveness between you as well. Um, so that is a great way to really build confidence in the gym space. It's like when you go, I don't know if anyone remembers, when you go to a party or you know, a networking event or a gathering or something where you don't really know too many people but you've dragged your friend along um, and that way that gives you more confidence in that space. So you know, they've got your back, you've got theirs, they'll be there by your side as you network or as you meet new people or whatever. It's the same thing, it really is. Have that gym buddy available and look, there are gonna be days when they are unavailable but hopefully you can train with them more often than not to build that confidence so you know what you are doing. So that's another good tip. But the main one, the biggest one I highly recommend is getting a coach. Getting someone to develop your program that will be able to be changed and suited to you. This is a problem with our health and fitness industry at the moment. There's so many trainers out there that will write a stock standard program. Uh, it might be a template that they've got. It might be a cookie cutter program. It's not customised to the individual. You know, so if you've got a mobility issue, if you can't squat deep because your knees are bad or your hips are locked up or you've had a shoulder reconstruction, um, there's no point in giving you something that you can't do because straight away that's going to de be demotivating, isn't it? You're not going to be able to train, then you'll lose motivation, then you'll end up back on the cardio and next thing you know you're not even coming to the gym. So it's important to get a coach or a trainer who knows how to program catering to you and that way you've got some structure around your day or your session in the gym.
By having structure, you've got something to follow. It takes the element of thinking out. It takes the element of, of questioning what you should be doing. You know, the, the, I don't know if you've ever experienced it where you walk into the gym and it's quite busy. And you ha in your back of your mind, you go, right, I'm, I'm going to train some legs today. I might start on leg press and then I might do some squats and then I might do some leg extensions. See how I go. You walk in, it's busy. Leg press is taken. Squat rack's taken. Leg extension's taken. And you go, oh, damn, what, what am I going to do now? So the beauty about having a program in place is that even if that does happen to you, you can shift to a new session and then come back to the one that was overlooked because of the business. So you've got options, you've got opportunity. You, don't, you can't make excuses when that's in place. And that's what we do. We do make excuses, as simple as that. So I think um, moving forward and, and, and ensuring that, that confidence is developed, those, those steps are critical. They really are. But at the end of the day, you've also got to want to do it. That's the biggest thing. Like Plenty of people say, yeah, I should go to the gym more. I've got a membership. I just don't use it. Um, I hear that a lot through clients that, that sign on board, and, and I completely appreciate that. But at the same time, you've got to want to do it. Our health is, should be the number one priority every single day when you wake up. Right, how am I going to prioritize this better? How am I going to make sure that I am performing at my optimal level in the gym, at home, at work, in life? Well, you look after your health through various means, and exercise is obviously one of them. Um, so it is really, really important to get to the gym. And everyone knows, once you develop a routine, it tends to stick with you. You know, it's hard to break that routine. And even if you go away or you, you have a few days sick or something like that, you can generally get back into it because it has been part of your routine. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. It's just a matter of getting started. And that is generally the hardest part, getting started. But if you've got good intentions, if you've got, you know, a drive, if, if you have a desire, if you have a, a strong why, and I've spoken about this before, your why, what is your why? Why are you going to the gym? What is the reason behind going to the gym? What are the results you want to chase? Are they realistic? Are you going to achieve them? Or are you, you know, do you just want to go to the gym to just feel good about yourself and, and have some exercise and you know, know that you're doing something good without a specific goal, which is totally okay. But getting back to my point, it is so, so important to, well, to exercise for starters. We all know that. We all know that the, the key components of good health and fitness is exercise and nutrition, okay? Those two are the primary primary benefactors of anybody's ability to be better with their health and fitness. And then obviously we look at all the other factors like your mental health, your sleep, your water intake, um, your stress levels, um, all those sorts of things. But I won't go into them today. It's more about the gym intimidation, the confidence, building confidence and then getting started. I think those tips will really put you in a position of power. It'll put you in a position where you do feel confident because if you have a program in place, if you've walked the gym floor, if you've been orientated, if you've given, been given a consult, if you've got a friend with you, your confidence should be pretty good. You know, you, your confidence should be pretty high in regards to knowing what you know. And if the coach who programmed your program has done it in a way that it's not overwhelming, and, and I personally, whenever I've got a new client, I always start simplistically. I always make sure that the program I start them on is very basic in terms of the number of exercises, the number of sets, and the actual exercises themselves. You don't want to give them something completely confusing or overwhelming that they're unsure of how to perform. Stick with the basics and work your way up as they develop confidence and strength. That's, that's very, very important. But going back to my earlier point about um, people judging in the gym. Like, as I said to you, I, I watch a lot, I observe a lot, and so, so many people are in their own bubble. 
They really are. And you know what? If someone does judge you or you feel they're judging you, like they might look at you a couple of times and, and have a bit of a snicker or something like that, you know what? They're the ones that are insecure. They're the ones that are in the gym for the wrong reasons. They really are. So you could almost judge them back, to be fair. But you being the person that you are will probably never do that because you're a strong, independent, knowledgeable person who is going to the gym for the right reasons. Um, but yeah, look, you know, knowing what I know, there isn't that much judgment in the gym. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of fakeness. I'll be completely honest with you. There's a lot of um, people who do themselves up for the wrong reasons. There's a lot of people who are fickle, who are performing some some showmanship. You know, they they turn up in all these ridiculous outfits and things. They don't train hard. All these sorts of things. That's fine. Stay in your own world. Do your own thing. If you want to boost your Instagram followers, fine. Not a problem. But if you're there to train and there to better yourself, then just do it. Just do it. And like I said, you have every right to be there just like anybody else. So don't feel you don't for any reason. And I guess that's why <clears throat> I have a studio. It's a good stepping stone too. So there's another one. I just thought of that on the spot. Find a trainer that's got a studio because a studio is exclusive. It's private. You know, you generally it's generally not busy at all. Um, I have another trainer here, but at the same time, you know, we, we have a maximum of maybe two or three people on the floor at once. So it's less overwhelming. It's less daunting. You can learn, learn how to perform various exercises before you go to the gym. Put that in part of it. And a lot of my clients do that. They will train with me here, and then they will go and train at the gym on their own, following a program that I've designed. So you put all those things in place, and there's really no excuse not to turn up to the gym, not to perform well, and not to get the results that you want. And that's the key. Now, you have to excuse me because it's raining pretty heavy at the moment, but that's the key, is getting to the results that you want. Because a lot of people will lose motivation through the fact that they certainly don't know what they're doing, they don't have direction, they don't have guidance around their training, they don't have training that changes, they don't have the ability to understand progressive overload and get stronger through various means as well. All of those things should be factors that are considered when your program is designed and then when a new one is developed. And a new program should be developed every sort of six to eight weeks, give or take, depending on the block and the, the, what you're doing. So again, another reason why to have a coach. And look, <clears throat> one of the objections to having a trainer or a coach is money. You know, people don't see it as an investment, unfortunately. They don't see it as something that should be put into their week every week. But how do you value your health? I ask you that question again. How do you value your health? You're still able to spend $50 on a carton of beer or go out for the weekend to a party or, you know, dinner's out and spend $150, $200 at a dinner. That money can be redirected, and it can be redirected into something that's way more beneficial, way more sustainable, and way more long-lasting. Just food for thought on that one, because at the end of the day, you really have to value your health. And as you get older, you know, I'm sitting here at 43 years of age, I really appreciate my health as it stands. I can still improve it, I will openly admit that. There's certainly room for improvement, but I can also see the value in training regularly. I love my training. And that's another thing too. You know, if you've developed routine, if you develop consistency with your training, you'll start to really enjoy it. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's going to um, torment you and it's going to hurt and it'll be uh, highly, um, uh, highly, uh, what's the word, like where you've got to breathe really heavily through certain sets and you've got to focus and you've got to strain um, and potentially swear and as most of my clients do, give me the finger. But, 
at the same time, I love it. I love my training. You know, I have a coach that designs my training for me, and it's really challenging. Some days I hate, uh, and hate's a strong word. Some days I really dislike. Other days I completely love, and I love that feeling. I love knowing that I'm doing my best. I love knowing that I'm looking after myself. I love knowing that I'm improving my physique. All those sorts of things. Now I'm getting off track, but you can get my picture. You know, that broader picture of so many benefits coming from taking that first step. So there's plenty of you out there that probably listen to this and go. I really need to sign up to a gym. Do it. Just don't wait until 2022. Like, don't wait, and hopefully you can hear me. Don't wait until 2022. Don't wait until January and become a New Year's resolution, whatever. Start now. Like, the best approach to getting through Christmas at the moment is to continue as you are. Keep training. Yes, you might have Christmas parties. You might have social events. You might have um, Friday drinks, after work drinks, whatever. That's fine. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But if you maintain your level of training, maintain that high quality output, put the extra calories to good use, you're punching out the other side of the end of the year, coming to the new year on such a roll that all you need to do is tidy up your diet and straight away you're gonna see some results. Don't wait until the new year to start, start now. Join up to the gym now. They've all got great deals on at the moment to, uh, to see you out to the end of the year. So there's no reason, again, no excuses. There are no excuses. You put all those things together, play it back, take some notes, put all those things together, and you don't have an excuse not to look after your health, particularly from a training perspective. So I'll leave you on that note. I really appreciate everyone listening in. I hope you've been able to hear it because it is hosing down at the moment, but I appreciate you listening nonetheless. If you are interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on my website, Paul's Body paulsbodyengineering.com. It's been a while since I've done one of these. And, uh, and inquire through that. Um, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please screenshot it and share it on your stories, Instagram and Facebook. Tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. And as I say to every client, every single day, have a great day.